and meals like that had perhaps given him a bit too much bulk. Her little chair was right to protest. It was far more accustomed to the weight of the nurses, who more typically sought her counsel. But Wiria was handsome and solid. That was the thought Ladarat had whenever she saw him. That he was solid. Solid and dependable. Ladarat pulled her attention away from the window. And as she did, the old wooden office chair that supported her slight frame made the meekest of protests. Hers was not a figure that would even tax the most tired and worn article of furniture. Short, thin, and bookish, Ladrat Patalung knew she lacked a presence that was either appealing or commanding. But for the work of an ethicist, and occasionally as a detective, an unassuming appearance proved to be quite useful. As it had when, three months ago, her visitor had come to ask her help when he had a suspicion, no more, that a murder might have occurred. And not just any murder, but a series of murders, something unheard of in this quiet, sleepy city in northern Thailand. But his suspicions had in fact been correct, which surprised them both, and they had solved the case together, with Ladarat acting as a detective of sorts, which surprised them even more. An ethical detective was what the Chiang Mai Post had called her. Then she and Wiria had become something of a couple. More a couple than not a couple, if that made any sense. And now he often made social visits to her new office, which had been given to her because of her sudden fame and, perhaps, her new unofficial job title as nurse detective. But today's was not a social call. Kun Wiria was here on business, possible business. Ladarat looked down at the pad of yellow lined paper that lay open on the desk in front of her, still blank except for today's date written in neat script at the top of the page. It was ready to receive whatever thoughts might be worthy of writing down. But as of yet, she had no such thoughts. It would be a shame to waste a fresh page, so she wrote, Situation? in small letters in the upper right corner of the page, as a way of making some sort of progress in her note-taking, yet without giving undue weight to that single word. Then she added a second question mark, and then a third. Indeed, the situation that Wiria had mentioned seemed exceptionally vague and uncertain, even more uncertain than the possibility that the doll-like woman sitting alone on a bench in the courtyard was, in fact, crying. So on the far left side of the page, she wrote, Woman crying. Then three question marks, just for the sake of symmetry. So far, the left side of the page seemed to be drawing ahead of the right, as far as plausibility went. And this situation... Wiria shook his head, then shrugged. I honestly don't know what to think. Murder? Suicide? Kidnapping? All we know with certainty is that over the past three months, there have been at least eight people, all foreigners, Farang, who have received entrance visas through Suwanapum Airport, but who haven't left the Kingdom of Thailand through official entry and exit ports. They came 
but didn't leave? It seemed a stretch, a very pessimistic stretch, to think of these people as potential victims of a crime simply because... <sighs> Laderat looked around, startled, and even Wiria, normally unflappable, jumped just a little, causing the little chair underneath him to register yet another futile protest. She had forgotten that they weren't alone. A small bundle of wiry white and brown fur lay curled at her feet, with the approximate shape of one of those annoying piles of dust that seemed to find refuge under sofas and beds and other large, immovable pieces of furniture. On occasion, this ball of fur would assume the shape of what could charitably be described as a dog of indeterminate breed. A little bit of terrier, perhaps?